This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to uh, Tech Talk this morning. What are we going to be talking about today? Uh, I suppose digital transformation is one thing, ERPs is something else, maybe touching on stuff like customer relationship management. Uh, but I am speaking with uh, somebody from Epicor Software Corporation, and they're a business software company based in Austin, Texas, founded back in the 70s, 1972 uh, originally. Their products are really aimed at the manufacturing, distribution, retail, and services industry. They provide uh, enterprise resource planning, customer relationship management, supply chain management, and human capital management, software to business customers in both software as a service and on-premises deployment models. Uh, we're also going to be speaking about how Epicor has repositioned the brand to be encouraging and motivating other companies to be thinking about their digital transformation journeys moving closer to Industry 4.0 adoptions. In the studio with me right now is Ben Lim. Ben, do you want to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do over at Epicor? Uh, thank you, Richard. Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So I'm Ben and I'm from uh, Epicom Malaysia. So I'm based in uh, Epicom Malaysia office, which is uh, well, not too far away from uh, BFM offices. Uh-huh. Like. Um, well, what we do here is uh, helping a lot of our um, manufacturing customers, uh, distribution customers in Malaysia, particularly also focus on SME organizations, mm-hmm. helping them uh, in terms of enabling them in uh, moving towards the digital transformations and, yeah. of course, uh, moving towards these uh, adopting industry 4.0 solutions. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we've all been stuck in a pandemic for the past couple of years, uh, and the big buzzwords were digitalization, digitization, um, SMEs, uh pivoting you know these are all the buzzwords yeah. of the last two years how have you seen um smes approach their digitizing uh, digitize digitalization <laughs> journey i guess uh, and there are companies smes that have been a little bit slow on the uptake perhaps what kind of discussions have you been having with these companies yeah, I think uh, for the past few years, uh, even before pandemics, uh, these uh, digital transformations, which is a bigger uh, coverage, uh, if you look at uh, g- digitization and digitalization, mm. these are all subset of uh, uh, digital transformation. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we have uh, seen uh, in the SME, particularly in Malaysia, that um, they have this sort of uh, you know initiative among themselves. Yeah. But they are, I mean, talking about a few years back, they are quite new towards it. Yeah. They don't know where to start from, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that is where we think that uh, we as a solutions provider, especially when it comes to uh, ERP, CRM, yeah. and this sort of uh, uh, advanced technology solution provider, uh, play a big role in terms of uh, being proactive you know, to talk to them, mm. help them understand where they can start from, mm. uh, be it, you know, like what you said, uh, digitization, digitalizations or digital transformations, where yeah. they can start from and uh, where they should actually put the North Star for their organizations to move towards this, uh, this adoption of uh, digital mm. transformation and uh, Industry 4.0. Mm. Yeah. Let, let's touch a little bit about ERP then and how sure. important these systems are. Um, what and just to kind of give me an approximation, if you can, what the current global ERP market size is, and how much of that do you think, as a percentage, would um, Epicor be involved in? 
Um, Ballpark figures, you know. I'm not putting you on the spot too much, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I, well, definitely, we, we are we are in this uh, ERP industry for for so long. We know very well um, the the exponential growth in the market. Mm. Uh, worldwide market for ERP industry was uh, about 50 billion um, for this year, right? And uh, we are looking at um, a CAGR, which we mean a compounded uh, annual growth rate, yeah, yeah. at about 9.8 percent. And uh, we are expecting probably about $118 billion kind of uh, market for ERP, specifically for only ERP uh-huh. at a year of uh, 2030. Wow. Yeah. So that's not too far away from um, probably not. eight years. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, but looking at this, uh, the, the trajectory of uh, 9.8%, yeah, it's doable. Mm. Talk to me then about uh, why ERP systems are so important, particularly for you know smaller companies. Well, I think... Uh, Today, uh, you know, business challenges and, uh, you know, changes in business environments, it is a uh, constant. No mm. matter you are small, mm. <laughs> you are bigger, you are mid-sized of uh, organizations. So, so ERP, you know, as, as a forefront or a uh, enterprise platform today, uh, we have evolved ERP and become an enterprise platform for our customers. So it's, uh, I would say it's uh, essential solutions that is so important as a backbone for and organizations, mm. right? Mm. So, um, like I said again, be it small, medium, or you're growing, right? ERP is definitely there to stay. Uh, but uh, if you're looking at ERP uh, itself, it's actually evolved apart from just scalable. I believe that there's a lot of other angles that you should be looking at as mm. well. Like, tell yeah. me, tell me, yeah. Yeah, like, like for example... Because that's what I was going to ask you next. Because yeah, okay. you know, they, <laughs> they were originally, I guess, rolled out for um, larger enterprises, right? And now right. it's not just that, is it? Yeah, I think um, initially um, most of the ERPs, when they, they was built uh, many years back, mm. right? It was from MRP and moved towards the ERP mm. uh, solutions. Mm. It was meant for larger enterprise, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, originally. But then um, subsequently, we have also a lot of ERPs in the market that was meant to be built to serve a different market segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are solutions uh, from ERP, which is meant for lower tier, mid-market, and of course the uh, higher, e- higher end, which is tier one market. Right. So uh, if you look at um, Epicor, uh, we are a billion-dollar revenue company. We just uh, overachieved uh, last financial year, a billion-dollar revenue. Um, Epicor is 100% focused on ERP business, right? Um, and of course, uh, Epicor has been consistently investing back to solutions, um, that uh, helping our customers to uh, adapt more advanced technology. Like, for example, uh, apart from just being ERP, we move towards the enterprise platform. Right. Right. Um, customers that have been using our ERP solutions, they scale towards uh, MES, advanced MES. They scale towards the uh, cloud deployment model, yeah. right, which is a must. Uh, nowadays, you are talking yeah, about yeah. digital transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, they scale towards the um, CPQ, is scaled towards the uh, BI, which is uh, an important element for, you know, if you're moving towards a uh, big data. Uh, and these are some of the considerations that uh, nowadays uh, uh, customers or manufacturers, uh, distributors looking at. Mm. Um, so as we know, manufacturers can be cautious of change, you know, mm. um, and they might rely on their tried and tested in-house IT teams when they're using a lot of this stuff. How would you encourage them to to move to something a little bit more cloud-based? You, you mentioned it just there. You know, and what advantages do you see as a company uh, for them? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, nevertheless, uh, you know, manufacturers 
they speak very well when it comes to their stuff. Right. They do very well in their stuff. Yeah. So most of the time, manufacturers speak very well when it comes to machines. Mm-hmm. That means uh, operational technology. Right. So when you move towards this sort of uh, ERP, CRM, HCM, uh, supply chain, these are solutions which is meant f- uh, coming from the other angle, which is called information technology IT. Right. So it's not their forte. Uh-huh. So they will always uh, tend to invest, you know, uh, or build up an IT team internally that rely on them in terms of uh, moving to these sort of solutions, mm. right? Mm. So in most cases, you know, in the past, they will always, uh, always think of on-premise deployment yeah. model, yeah. which is, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say conventional, but these are, these are you know, those days. Mm-hmm. But today, I think uh, things have changed. Um, no longer um, organizations will heavily invest on an IT team, yeah. right? This is first of all, yeah. because uh, resources is, you know, scarce, yeah. and of course, it's, it might be expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. It might be a, another higher investment. And the other, the other, the other part is that um, they, some organizations are smart enough that they will switch towards this sort of IT department becoming, um, switching from cost center to become an, uh, we call it a profit center. All right. So how they do it? Uh, invest more in terms of technology that can make use of this uh, IT department, department to grow their business at the same time, you know, making the department as a, you know, revenue department. Wonderful. Hold that thought, Ben. I have to pick your brains in a, in a few moments. Uh, we're going to have a look at, uh, back at some of the cloud stuff that I want to speak to you about. Um, I'm in the studio with Ben from Epicor Malaysia. They provide enterprise resource planning, ERPs, customer relationship management, uh, supply chain management, and human capital management software to business customers in both software as a service and on-premises deployment models. More on this when we come back after these messages here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Be financially minded. BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury. This, of course, is Tech Talk here on BFM on this Thursday morning. I'm in the studio with Ben Lim. He is from Epicor, Malaysia. Uh, ben, just before the break, we um, touched on the idea of cloud. We didn't really explore it a little bit, uh, too much. But tell me about um, how you see the future of, quote, unquote, the cloud for Epicor. I mean, everybody's involved in it right now, one way or another. And things are advancing very, very quickly in, in terms of the cloud and, and other technologies, in fact. Where, where does Epicor see this going over the next few years? I would say... Um um, <clears throat> from this point onwards, uh, it was actually it will be a, a very very exciting time yeah. period uh, for this coming two to three years. Uh, reason saying that we we saw a very exponential growth and uh, traction in the uh, during the pandemic time the mm. past two or three years, mm. and uh, a lot of uh, organizations have been discussing about these digital transformations that where cloud uh, computing is definitely one of their must go. Uh, must execute mm-hmm. um, during this period of time. So I would say that uh, this is a period where most of our organizations, such as our focus uh, industry, uh, manufacturers and distribution, they are executing it. Uh, that means implementing this sort of uh, cloud deployment uh, for their, um, be it ERP solutions, be it a CRM or mm-hmm. any kind of other solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, cloud 
element is definitely a must for them to execute. Mm. And it, for uh, for you guys, mm. you're helping to encourage this as well? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I did read recently, uh, and this is from a, a, Del- a Deloitte report, uh, and they said, and this is a quote, the fourth industrial revolution is creating a mismatch between available workers and the skills necessary for open jobs. Um, how do you think manufacturers... Um, can better embrace their people and new working models and attract employees with the right digital skill sets and the tech knowledge while remaining competitive? Yeah, like, like I start off just now, <clears throat> the beginning um, in in the industry that we focus, Epico focus in manufacturers mm. and distributors, um, you know, these are these are the probably the era that I have the most or ever-changing business challenges. Yeah. Um, this is one of the key challenges that they, we, we, I think, nowadays have. Yeah. Where we have uh, very advanced technology, and we have a scarce of uh, supply when it comes to the, uh, you know, the, the, the labors, the employees, the staff. Yeah. Um, scarce as in the way that uh, it's a it's a mismatch uh, in terms of supply and demand. Mm. Um, definitely, the demand is there. Mm. Uh, supply is, uh, well, I say, uh, at this point of time, is still low, uh, especially when it comes to in this region in Malaysia. Mm. Mm. So how we can really overcome it at a, at a at the meantime, for most of the manufacturers and distributors, um, consistently you sh- you should look at also uh, internally, organization internally, what are the employees and uh, the manpower that you have that is potentially uh, can be reskilled, right? Can be um, upskilled, upskilled, or putting more educations, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, when we talk about um, you know reskill, upskill, and putting more education, first of all, you have to also facilitate some system and solutions for them, mm. right? Um, this will actually help them to um, learn faster, uh, reskill faster uh, with the help of advanced technology. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, in our cases of Epicor ERP solutions, Kinetic ERP, uh, we, we go to qu- quite a few customers uh, in these past, past few years. They, they well, normally the customers would like to say that I want to go live yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, we, we, we always want to, you know, understand why, you know, you want it to be so fast. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, ideally, implementations will take time, mm. right? And the most important here is uh, not to say that it takes time, but it it also, ERP implementations also help your um, your resources, your employees, and mm. your manpowers to reskill, mm. to upskill, or being educated to handle advanced technology, or being, uh, you know, a company together with advanced technology, how they can help them to, uh, you know, improve productivity, mm. uh, automate their processes. But uh, you, we have, I mean, organizations have to look at investing this sort of technology to facilitate again how they can upskill and reskill. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I've got a couple more questions for you just before I, I let you go and before we wrap up. Mm. Um and it's a fairly broad question, but I, I think it applies to both, you know, yourselves and manufacturing, and and just in general. It, and it's a it's a broad question, but you know, how did um, the effects of the pandemic motivate new ways of working? Do you think? Well, um, probably I will look at you know ourselves, yeah, <clears throat> Epico as an organization. Um, during the pandemic, I think uh, we actually have more closer. In terms of the whole uh, team of us in Epicor, we have, uh, uh, first of all, um, Epicor Malaysia office is actually a center of excellence. That means that we have a quite large footprint in Malaysia. Yeah. We have about 130 staff here. So uh, once we, you know, in the, during the pandemic, uh, we basically work remotely, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we utilize a lot of this sort of technology, right? Why online, remotely, yeah. Yeah. and uh, definitely innovations and uh, this sort of creativity have to be in place. Yeah. Where uh, thirdly, I think it's very, very important the uh, commitment from the top, our top management, which is uh, senior management, how they uh, involve, how they committed to it, how they are consistent, consistent in terms of uh, you know implementing this sort of uh, practicing working remotely yeah. via this sort of uh, advanced technology. Yeah. Uh, that actually helped to drive the uh, the company internally. Um, you know, more adapt to these sort of uh, changes in terms of working environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps a lot. Uh, it it I mean, does, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that was, uh, it was a change that I think inevitably was going to happen uh, mm. for, a, for a lot of companies, right? But it, it just seemed as though, and ironically, we had to have something like a pandemic for it to happen. Okay, um, I guess I've got one final question for you. And it's this idea of, there's a discussion happening right now uh, about this idea of the human-centric industry 5.0. Um, can you explain a little bit about that? Well, um, I think human-centric 5.0 is uh, <clears throat> probably is the um, you know evolutions after uh, Industrial Revolution yeah. uh, 4.0, yeah. where we focus a lot of on automations, uh, robotics, uh, solutions, IT and OT working together, yeah. uh, interconnected connectivity between uh, solutions and uh, machines, uh, pulling a lot of data and uh, making data are more you know, meaningful and become information. Mm. So um, human-centric 5.0 is, well, first of all, the title talk about humans. And uh, it's to, to me and uh, to Epicor, this is more towards how human can work uh, along together with the advanced technology, mm. such as, um, like for example, Epicor Enterprise Resources Planning and uh, the rest of advanced MES uh, modules. Um, Epicor strongly invests, you know, back to our customers. Um, we listen to our com- customers and what they need. Uh, for example, uh, we uh, recently just acquired a company called Eflex Systems. So Eflex basically is uh, another MES uh, solutions provider. Uh, let's imagine that um, a operator sh- operator in a shop floor that is uh, assembly a engine right. for a car. Yeah. So in automotive world, definitely, you know in terms of uh, quality assurance, uh, and these sort of uh, validations have to be in place. Right. So eFlex basically help the, uh, the shop floor operators uh, validate every step when they are assembling, um, the screws, the pressures that they are putting on to the machines assembling, uh, the liquid of this uh, lubricant that they put on, uh, how many of milliliters is right. of it. Those are being taken care and validated by the uh, system eFlex itself uh-huh. while reporting it to the operators when they, you know, uh, yeah. come into the, you know, the engines. So uh, that's helped to validate. And at the same time, it also tells them that uh, what goes wrong. So this is in, in a way that helping um, uh, the operators to to do things more efficiently and uh, within the uh, quality, uh, you know, assurance. Thank you very much for that, Ben. Yep. Right. I think it's time for us to wrap up for today's show. Ben, thank you very much for joining me here in the studio this morning. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Folks, um, I've been in the studio with Ben Lim. He is from Epicor, Malaysia. If you did miss any part of the show, I recommend you go and download it. It, You can find it on the BFM app. That is available on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. We'll be back same time, same place next week on Enterprise for Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.